that, that were singing songs and celebrating in gratitude. And for me, that was an incredibly powerful experience. It's like, man, we just, we just made a massive difference in these people's lives. And that's something I never have to even think about, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. So there was a lot of gratitude there and it was very humbling. And so, yeah, yeah just being able to be a part of that was, um, was impactful on everything I have to be grateful for. Welcome to the Carano Source Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and on this weekly podcast, I catch up with a range of Cardano innovators, thought leaders, and changemakers who are using Cardano to make an impact within the world of cryptocurrency and beyond. As Charles Hoskinson puts it, we are Cardano, and if you permit us, we'd like to change the world. If that sounds like you, then make sure to subscribe, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and today we are joined by Josh, founder of Grow Your Stake, a stake pool where all rewarded proceeds go directly to Drop for Drop to fund sustainable clean water solutions to countries that need it the most. Josh is also the producer of the Cardano Chats podcast, and so make sure you check him out there as well. So, Josh, brother, cheers for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having me. No dramas at all. Alrighty, so on today's podcast, I'd love to uh, talk about the work that you're doing with Grow Your Stake and the impact that you're, you have there and the impact that you're trying to have with that project. Um, but then I'd also like to zoom out a bit and talk about the role that cryptocurrency Cardano has in terms of solving some of these humanity social related problems like access to clean water, roof over your head, uh, access to the internet. Because we kind of all know in this space that people can make a quick buck from this, but in my personal opinion, we can do a lot of good with leveraging this technology as well. So excited about the future for that. So um, keen to talk about that. But before we start, can you please give the podcast a little intro on who you are and maybe your background story into how you got into crypto? Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, so I'm Josh and uh, I've been an entrepreneur for most of my life. Um, but I got into crypto around 2016. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get into crypto when I first heard about it. When I first heard about Bitcoin was probably around 2009, I think. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, I, I dismissed it um, out of my own ignorance. Uh, I didn't know what it was all about and, and I dismissed it. In 2017, you know, we had been through uh, the great financial collapse of 2008, which had actually, ironically, um, it had me learning about a lot of the things that I'm uh, upset with in our ter in, in terms of our monetary policy and the way that's handled in terms of uh, the financial system and the banking system and um, politics, really. So uh, a, a lot of those things that occurred in 2008 that prompted the creation of Bitcoin, because Bitcoin was created shortly after that with Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper, a, a lot of those same things that, that created Bitcoin are, were what sent me down a path of discovery and learning. I, I watched a, a, a documentary uh, called uh, The Money Masters that just kind of sent me down a rabbit hole of uh, learning about the banking system. And I, I, I read a book called uh, what's it, The Creature from Jekyll Island. And I just started getting into monetary policy and what is all of this about. And without taking a, a lean left or right or in the middle or whatever, um, really the bottom line is the amount of money that's being printed is, is robbing uh, the people uh, it's robbing people of the ability to really live a fruitful life. 
And uh, in crypto and blockchain, once I really realized what Bitcoin is about, this decentralized monetary system, it, it, it was very attractive to me. And so I started getting more and more into that. And from there, um, you know, discovered Cardano shortly after that and was very attracted to the mission of Cardano as well. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really where I got into it around 2017. You're right. Eh? So, but in 2009 was when you first were exposed to, to, to Bitcoin. So are you sure you're not Satoshi Nakamoto yeah. by any chance? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty bloody early, my friend. That's early. Um, that in itself is a crazy mystery, um, but that's maybe for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Righty. So we have a little bit of a understanding about who you are and how you got into the space. Um, so can we talk a bit about what, is Grow Your Stake. Yeah, absolutely. So Grow Your Stake is a stake pool on the Cardano blockchain. Uh, and basically, stake pools are set up so that people can delegate their stake, their ADA. So if you own ADA, you can delegate it and you're incentivized in participating in securing the network is basically what's going on. So if you own some ADA, you can you could delegate your stake to a pool and when you do that, you're not putting any of your, your ADA at risk. It's, it's only assigning the staking keys to the pool. So you're actually not risking any of your, your ADA at all, but you get incentivized to do that. It's, a, it's a basically around a 5.5% APR. It varies slightly, but for the most part, it's right around there, which is phenomenal. So many people can't do that. I mean, you don't get anywhere close to that with your, your bank account. So uh, it's pretty cool. People get incentivized to secure the network. Additionally, the stake pool operators are also helping to secure the network. So they get incentivized as well. With Grow Your Stake, we're actually contributing 100% of our profits to Drop for Drop charity. So what we're doing there is uh, giving profits to help build clean water wells. So Drop for Drop, is uh, their mission is uh, clean water for all. And uh, that's something I'm really passionate about. So is my business partner. And so we've already built one well and we just uh, made the assignment on the second well that's getting going. So our first well was built uh, for 390 people. Uh, it's now providing water for 390 in Uganda, Africa, um, which is pretty cool. It aligns really well with the, the mission of Cardano. So um, 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So from a delegator point of view, they delegate the ADA to you. Uh, and in terms of their rewards, they get their rewards. So they get their rewards in, in ADA at, yes. you said, roughly a 5% yeah. uh, ROI per year. Yeah, it's right around there. And they don't they don't lose any rewards by yeah. staking with us versus somebody else. Uh, it's it's really the the profits are coming out of what our, our end would be, not what their end would be. Yeah, so they yeah. don't lose anything from a financial point of view, but the profits that are gained from the staple operator, which is you... Those profits are 100% being used to uh, fund these new water wells through drop for drop. That's, yeah, yeah, that's correct. So it's a very frictionless way of doing good, really. Um, yeah, these data yeah. operators that have a mission like like you, you can delegate, you get your money, but then you're also contributing to a good cause without you actually losing anything at all. Like it's a pretty pretty amazing deal. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a double win for, for the delegators, really, um, mm. which, which is awesome. And, and I think that that's why you see so many pools out there. 
um, shout out to, to Ray with grow. That's another pool that we, we really love. And, uh, okay. he helped us get going a lot. It's a, there's a really cool community spirit in, um, in Cardano in the Cardano ecosystem among stake pool operators and also investors and, and people that are building dApps, et cetera. Uh, I think we have a pretty amazing community here. And, um, so thankful to, to Ray at grow, but yeah, there's so many mission-based pools. And I think that it's because there's room there. There's enough incentive uh, to really make this special for the delegators and also uh, the benefactors of the, you know, social-based cause pools. So, hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think with a lot of these um, social initiatives, a big part from my perspective to really make it sustainable and scalable, there needs to be some financial component in there as well. And stake pools is this unique one where, yeah, like you mentioned, people can delegate the ADA and then you get a profit from that and then you can use that profit. But there's this, there's this money engine in there to support the mm -hmm. good that you're trying to do. Like it's not, this is kind of very different to a not-for-profit where people are giving their money and that money is then used right. to do good. People are kind of depositing their money and they're getting returns, financial returns as well. But then you also get money yeah. to do good. So it's, it's a completely different model. It's not a not-for-profit model, which has its place, obviously. But right. there needs to be a mixture of for-profit models in there somehow. It just makes it more sustainable and scalable from my point of view. Um, so Grow Your sure. Stake, what was the inspiration behind the project? Like what was, what's the backstory around why you started? It was uh, quite a few years back. I got the opportunity to go on a trip um, actually with a group from my church and we went to Haiti uh, and it was shortly after the hurricane there. Uh, so there was a lot of devastation. It was about a year and a half, two years after that huge hurricane. Um, we went to Haiti and we, we built a water well. Uh, so we, we all stayed in a uh, house there and we traveled about two hours every morning to a small community there and uh, just a long dirt road. And, and what I saw there was uh, waterborne illness, waterborne diseases, uh, these communities where people had to, you know, the, the, the particular one that we went to, they had to walk for two hours a day, uh, one way just to get the water and then two hours back uh, to get clean water. So you could see why people are dying from waterborne illnesses on those events when they might be incredibly thirsty and they can't, they can't make it two hours to get to a, and, the, and so they drink from the wrong river and they get cholera or, you know, whatever it may be, dysentery, cholera, typhoid fever. There are so many. And so uh, they drink this unclean water and they're ravaged by disease, et cetera. Um, that, experience for me was incredibly powerful. So we, we built a well in four days uh, and we capped it off and we put the cement in and it was flowing water. Thank, thank goodness. It was like, it was a successful well. So it's flowing water, the entire community. Um, they came around us in gratitude. The next day they, they went and climbed trees, picked coconuts, they went into town, which was a really long trip for them, and, and picked up uh, beverages from, from town to celebrate. Uh, they brought food um, and drink, and they sang songs. Like, they came together as the entire community. I'm, I've actually got video of this I could send you. Yeah, um, sure. it's, it's video from the, the iPhone that I had at that time, uh, and I'm glad to send that to you. But the, um, they, they were singing songs and celebrating in gratitude. And for me, that was an incredibly powerful experience. It's like, man, we just, we just made a massive difference in these people's lives. 
And that's something I never have to even think about, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. So there was a lot of gratitude there and it was very humbling. And so, yeah, yeah just being able to be a part of that was, um, was impactful on everything I have to be grateful for. So yeah, that, like that story, you know, when we were starting a stake pool, it was like, maybe we should, we should figure out somebody to give to. And, uh, my partner got involved and, um, I, I was like, man, I, I want to get involved with clean water somehow getting water to people. And we found, he found this charity, Jeff, uh, as my business partner with grow your stake, he found this charity called drop for drop and, uh, an amazing charity they're, they're building, they've built, uh, drilled so many clean wells all over Africa. So it's incredibly aligned with the Cardano mission of bringing economic identity to the billions of people that lack it, especially being there focused in Africa. Um, but they, we, he found this charity and they're, they're transparent. They send us photos and videos from the community so that we can share uh, with our delegators that, that, Hey, this is, these are the lives that have been impacted. It's, it's really powerful, man. Um, so a uh, great relationship with them, a uh, guy named Simon that spearheaded that and a phenomenal nonprofit. Um, we actually get a page up on the website so you can go see the well, you could see some of the well, the, the first well that we did on our Twitter feed as well. Um, yeah, really, really cool. So yeah, that's, that's how. That's, that's the inspiration. That makes total sense. I mean, you hear a lot of stories about these people that have an experience similar to yours where they go in the real world to a place and they meet the community. They can see real firsthand the problem and then they try and do something about it on the ground and then they can see the, the positive impact that that really has. And that's like a life-changing moment. So yeah. There's, there are a lot of ways that people can help with these causes. One way is obviously, like you mentioned, to, de to delegate to um, your, your pool and similar pools or, or just do a donation in general to the people that do this work. But I think there's a real opportunity there if we can somehow get humans to have more exposure to these experiences that you had that are on the ground, you interacting physically with the 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 cause and the problem and the people that if we can have more of those experiences i think that is that is key but obviously it's a spectrum of things that we can do but obviously not everyone has the the ability to have those um experiences firsthand so if they want to help there are other ways more frictionless ways to do that but yeah i completely agree with you man no, I, I completely agree with you. It's it's a life-changing type of experience. It teaches you what you have to be grateful for, you know, when you see somebody else's circumstance and um, everybody's got their problems, right? But um, the reality is that those kinds of experiences where you get to give in that way on the ground are impactful. And I do, we, we are trying to organize a trip so where we can go out and build another well. Um, and we want to link up with world mobile while we're out there. Um, and we're, we're trying to work on some of that stuff. We actually have a coalition, uh, recently that's formed with several apps, uh, that are, that are supporting grow your stake. So we've got Charlie three, Jiro wallet, Rodoto, ADAX, and quite a few others uh, that are joining. I'm, I apologize to anybody I didn't mention. I, uh, Vi-Fi, um, there's, there's a list and, and, and it's growing. And um, so a lot of these projects have decided to help support our pool. And uh, we're, we're really grateful for that. Um, 
and uh, we're we're working on organizing a trip to Africa. Uh, timing is is critical and challenging, but we want to get out there and get some media around World Mobile and what they're doing because we do believe that's incredibly crucial. But we also want to build a well while we're out there. So we'll see if that works out. You know, there's only so much time and uh, trying to schedule things uh, with everybody's schedules is is challenging. But yeah, we're looking at doing something like that. I love to see like the the collaboration of um, you know different projects in the Cardano space that don't have a direct link to maybe social impact, but they're very willing to kind of help out a cause. Uh, and yeah. I think a lot of people in Cardano will have this inclination to help out if they can. And it's cool yeah. to see that you're already building an, uh, an alliance around that. Um, can you talk about maybe the details around that alliance? Like how are they helping to support what you do? Yeah. So uh, it really started with a conversation. So I have a YouTube channel similar to you. Um, and I was reaching out to Damon of uh, Charlie three to set up an interview and Damon and I got to talk and we ended up on the phone for quite a while, just, just talking about how we got into crypto and, you know, relating back and forth, hearing about his project, et cetera. Um, and he was asking me about grow your stake and he was very interested in, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of birthed the idea right there. It was like, wait, we can, we can do something together. He was like, let's, let's get some, some people, uh, you know, let's, let's get Charlie three involved. We'd love to support what you're doing. And then we started talking about, Hey, maybe we, we should get some other, um, some of the other early stage apps involved as well. And Damon's like, man, I know a bunch of them. So he actually spearheaded uh, the process and went out and, and like, I, I couldn't put my phone down for about a week because Damon <laughs> kept pinging me saying, wow. Hey man, these people are interested. These people are interested. And he's just, he's just out there and uh, immersed in the community uh, and building Charlie three and doing everything he's doing. And he, he brought some, uh, some groups around it and, um, you know, uh, that's that's what we're we're doing there. So the, the basics of it are these groups are coming in to uh, delegate some stake, uh, but they're also going to be announcing it to their communities that uh, they're supporting Grow Your Stake. And so that is powerful in and of itself because it's going to create some more awareness of what we're doing uh, within those communities. So they've got communities of investors that are interested in what they're doing. And, you know, they say they're supporting us. It's, it's a good thing. So I think uh, it's a very creative collaboration and uh, it's the first of its kind. You have a stake pool on Cardano that's mission-based and you have some of the very first apps and dApps that are being built on Cardano that are coming together uh, community-wise and uh, supporting what we're doing because it's going to... So ultimately, the story there is Cardano community creates Cardano community, uh, (laughs) which creates clean water for uh, a lot of people all over the world, you know? Yeah. And a key part of that is, so you have all these different Cardano communities, but that kind of talking to each other. I think that's the key here. Like we're yeah. not, um, I think the key with Cardano ecosystem is obviously there's got to be different communities, but if we can keep them inter- interconnected somehow and not keep it fragmented, I think that is going to be super powerful. And like really, if they talk to each other and collaborate with each other, there's, there's more to gain than there is to lose. Like even if you're talking about um, apps where maybe in the traditional sense, they may be competitors. Like I think we're moving to a space where collaboration over competition in a lot of ways like man i sure hope so yeah i sure hope so yeah. I, i'm getting so tired sorry to interrupt but i'm 
I've been so fed up with the maximalism and, and, and it's even internal within Cardano with some competing projects. And it's like, guys, we got to learn to interop, interoperate and, and we've got to be unified. Um, there's, we're, we're all on the same side against a, a, a financial system that's not working. And, and, and it's the same tool that's the, uh, the antidote, uh, so to speak. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Like we need to be more collaborative and interoperable. Uh, like I, I think competition is is good, but I think we need to redefine what that means. Like I come from the sporting background and like obviously competition is big, but there are different ways to define that. Like you can have competition with yourself. You can have competition with your teammates, but ultimately you're working to, together towards a common goal. So in that sense, yeah. that competition is quite healthy and it's more that competition is additive. Like you're kind of yeah. competing, it's creating this competition, but it's additive and you're actually helping each other. So yeah, it's, it's not it's about competition with, without the tribalism and maximalism yeah. Is, yeah. is probably, you know, how do, how do you, how do you compete and also collaborate at the same time? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an interesting question, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Interesting question. Because some people be like, oh, you need competition. Like, oh, these guys are like, uh but I think it's, it's, it's not about removing it. It's about just kind of redefining um, what it is. And I think we're yeah. in a world where we're redefining everything. Oh, we're redef- yeah. redefining a lot of uh, very important things. And it's just part of that transition. Um, Completely agree. But yeah, I love that. I love how he was so proactive. So he had that conversation and he himself, he must be a super busy person himself. And he actually obviously resonated with your mission and he decided to go out and, um, use his network to help support you guys. And even if the, even if the support is um, sharing it to their community, uh, that is super powerful in one way of raising awareness around what you do, but it also encourages other dApps to maybe think, oh, how can I maybe support a cause as well? So it's this ripple on effect. And um, the more people do it, the more that ripple effect uh, the impact that that ripple has. And it's, oh, that's cool. I love that story. Charlie yeah, man. I, I, I think you're going to see a lot of it uh, happening and it's going to grow and grow. And there's uh, plenty of mission-based pools out there. So, um, and, and pl- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what did they say on a uh, 2,900 went through the Plutus pioneers this, this round, the second cohort. So we're, we're looking at a large amount of developers and large amount of dApps. I mean, it's just going to be, I would imagine, <sighs> somewhat exponentially increasing. Yeah, it will be exponentially increasing because you look, this is just the Plutus Pioneers program, but eventually there's going to be, you know, the, um, all the other bridges to the other languages to where other developers can, can be brought in. So the Island, the ocean, the pond, you know, that whole deal. So yeah, man, um, it's going to be a lot happening. And I think a lot of these projects supporting stake pools, it's going to create an interesting, uh, and, um, symbiotic, relationship between pool operators and, and mission driven organizations and also the the for-profit pool operators as well. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's all needed. So yeah. the, the key word there is symbiotic. I think that pretty much is the word yeah. like it's mutually beneficial for both parties and it's very frictionless. Like, I think we've got to look I, back in these state pool, these, this, you know, um, the proof of stake in these state pools that in itself has got to be crazy. Like, um, I can see staple operators turning into like evolving into something that we can't even anticipate what that's going to look like. Like it's a pretty, right. pretty crazy idea. We're, we're early days. We're totally early days. 
Um, I have my reasons. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, we it's weird. It's weird. Um, why? So I have my reasons why I got into Cardano, but why did you decide to kind of um, start this project and um, I guess really invest a lot of your time and energy into Cardano? Cardano versus uh, another blockchain. Another or blockchain. Yeah. Uh, so number one, the, the mission of Cardano, uh, man, you know what? I can go on this topic for quite a while, uh, but the, the mission of Cardano is to bring economic or, or Cardano or IOHK, what, so many times mentioning uh, bringing economic identity to the billions of people in the world that don't, don't have it. Well, I, I can get on board with that. And, um, and I can also get on board with the fact that it's a blockchain-based project that's uh, decentralized. And so the monetary supply is, is not run by a central entity. I can get on board with that as well. Um, and then you talk about the peer review. So there's the science aspect of this that uh, draws in a lot of very intellectual types. So you've got um, a very mission-based company that's going to bring out you know, types of people that are more giving in nature. And then you've got intellectual uh, peer review type systems that this company is founded on uh, uh, that, that basically, you know, they've got 110 different white papers that are a large percentage of those are peer reviewed, which that process is, is it's strict. It's, it's, it's intense. And so what that does is it really creates a very intellectual environment as well. And so I was very attracted to that in and of itself, but, but then when you, when you watch the founder, you know, Charles Hoskinson explaining um, and, and he's regular with communication, explaining, you know, everything that's going on with the platform. It's incredibly educational. And so uh, just it's, it's been a learning process the entire time. So that in and of itself is fascinating to me. Uh, and the more you learn about Cardano, the more intrigued you get by wow, this is so incredibly well thought out and the strategy and how they're implementing all of this and, and they're solving the real problems. I mean, he starts off with the funda fundamental problems that needed to be solving, that needed to be solved by uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. And he looked into those and then they, they go about having a strategy that's going to bring you know, developers from every language to be able to, to code on this platform. Well, that's pretty impressive instead of just, uh, a group of developers that know Solidity or, you know, whatever the other language is that, that others are using. Um, we're making this available to uh, coders and developers all over the world. So um, that, you know, the more you learn about it, the more uh, impressed you get with the strategy and the tech and the team and the people involved and the community as well. I've talked about so many of those aspects, but yeah, sorry, long answer. I could I could go on that one nah, for a while. I, I get you. Yeah, for me, like, and we spoke about this pre-recording this podcast, but the idea that Cardano seems to attract a certain type of person. Uh, obviously, the community at the moment is like really big. It's a really big community, but as like a general statement, like it tends to attract a certain type of person. So you touched on like it's this research-driven approach, very scientific kind of um, oriented blockchain that obviously attracts people that uh, believe in that, which is cool. Right. And then you also have this dream. He's trying to solve these, these problems and banking the unbanked and just making, making sure that people have access to the infrastructure at a global level so that we can all interact and kind of uh, trade with each other, do business with each other 
on a level playing field, which I like as well. So that attracts, right. attracts a certain type of person as well. Maybe one that believes in social impact type causes, environmental type causes, or anything like that, where they're trying to change the world or that kind of stuff. I've mm-hmm. definitely fit into that camp as well. Um, but the magic for me is where those two ideas are under the same umbrella. And the magic happens when you combine that, when the magic happens, when you combine the science and the kindness together. So because yeah. I think a lot of the, when you combine the kindness, the science and the money, combine that in yeah. a way where it makes sense um, simultaneously, like as a collective and they're working in harmony. I think that's where the magic is. And I don't even think we can even understand. It's kind of like the internet back in the day. Like you, you could, you wouldn't be able well, to anticipate the products that are on the internet now, like 20 years ago. Yeah. The same has got to be true for, for blockchain and Cardano. We, we're not even going to see the, you know, there, there's the, the a crazy post that, that's going to happen. Yeah. That IOHK, no, I completely agree. You're you're 100 accurate, and and because you have something that has an incredibly solid foundation that's going to have exponential type development occurring on it. And one example currently of the mix of science and kindness that you were talking about and money is grow your stake, um, mm. and which which the resulting benefit of that is what it's 390 people right now that don't have to walk two hours to out of their day or four hours out of their day to get clean water. So that's, that's incredibly powerful. Uh, IOHK or the uh, Cardano foundation recently did a post of of something. uh, I forget the number. It's a, it's a huge number of mission-based pools and the amount of delegators that are involved in mission-based pools. And it's enormous. It's, it's an enormous number. It was, it was a post by the Cardano foundation. If we can find that, we should put that in the bottom of this video, but it's a, it's a powerful statement of everything that you, it's, it's a demonstration of everything you just said, combining science with the mission-based kindness aspect with the money. And we haven't even talked about the internal treasury built into Cardano uh, around funding dApps, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, agree. Completely agree. I must've missed that mission driven pool post. I'll, I'll need to create a I believe a Frederick, uh, the CEO of the foundation, posted it on his LinkedIn. Oh, I saw, nice, it. I saw nice. it there. I've been looking for a, a post like that. So I, I want to create a like an ecosystem yeah. graphic showcasing all of them that are out there if I can. Um, yeah, it's I'm excited about Karana. I really am. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's so much to be excited about. But my my true passion is um, in like I am for those that listen to this podcast know that I have a inclination towards uh, social and environmental causes. Like my my passion is like environmental, like conservation, like wildlife conservation specifically. Yeah, but um, that's great. Just anything that is is helping, I I like, and that's the reason why that I I started following Cardano was because I, I could see that this was literally going to change the world. Like it was um, changing it from a fundamental level. And so many people were going to benefit from it. And it's almost kind of like this equalizer where a lot of mm-hmm. the people that um, uh, maybe don't have access to water, food, shelter, or they don't have the infrastructure wherever they live to allow them to, kind of play this game of life at a level playing field, which is really important these days, considering it's a global, pretty much working as a global society at the moment. So it doesn't make sense where 
if we're working as a global society where one country has kind of a benefit by default versus another one when we're pretty much playing the same game. Like it doesn't really make sense to me. It doesn't like I'm, right. I come from a sporting background and I like to play <laughs> games that are fair. And, yeah. and you find that at like the elite level, like you want to play a fair game, like even from uh, challenging yourself, you want to challenge yourself against the best. So you want to play a fair game. And at the moment, the game isn't fair. But we have a technology, Agreed. fortunately, that we can help remedy that. And yep. there's people like you. There's people that are these mission-driven pools and there's mission-driven dApps as well. Yeah. And it's um, we finally have an infrastructure where we can actually facilitate a lot of this. Like I spoke, I did a podcast with WADA a couple of podcasts ago. And um, Sydney, he, he said, today's the, now's the time for dreaming. Like we the thing that excited him the most was the fact that we now have an infrastructure that allows people to actually be kind, like to actually do good. Like we, the infrastructure now enables this. It facilita mm -hmm. facilitates a lot of the, the good actions that maybe weren't possible back in the day. Right. And um, yeah, there's a lot to look, there's a lot to look forward to. <laughs> I go on rant sometimes. I apologize. Uh, no, man, you're good. You're good. I, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I can't wait to see how how this uh, ecosystem and and the Cardano um, evolution unfolds. Um, mm. Pretty pretty exciting times. Pretty needed as with, well. Yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't come at a better time. Um, with grow your stake, have you maybe thought about what this could look like in in five years time? Have you dreamt about maybe what that could look like? Yeah, we want to we want to figure out how to drill a thousand wells. You know, and then when we get there, we're going to have to make a new goal. So, um, I, I'd like to, yeah, yeah, we've done one. <laughs> so we got a long way to go, man. Um, but, uh, you know, um, it's, it's, it's doable, you know, sometimes growth, it's like a, a snowball effect or a flywheel, you know, you, you start to uh, grow, you get some momentum, you start to grow a little bit faster, you get some more momentum, you grow a little bit faster. Um, so in, in that regard, I do believe that it's doable. Um, but we got to reach a lot of people and we got to get a lot more delegators and, uh, keep grinding. Yeah. You know, a thousand, a thousand wells, that's a good target. And with, on that, when you're talking about growing, that made me think of one of my favorite quotes, which is a Tanzanian proverb and it goes little by little, little becomes a lot. And that's yeah, pretty man. much what you're doing. So a thousand is a lot. One is a little, but one by one, they'll get to a thousand. And that's just how it is. Um, yeah. There needs to be some, a bit of patience and pers pers perseverance kind of built into that. But yeah, then obviously a, a bit of collaboration, <laughs> a bit of collaboration from other people and people supporting you. But yeah, I love yeah. that little by little, little becomes a lot. Yeah, man. I think we've got a couple more questions to go just to kind of, I think we're nearing the end. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't touched on yet? You know, maybe the depth of the problem, there's, there's 663 uh, million people in the world that don't have access to clean water. So if you think about that goal of mine, it's pretty, um, it's pretty uh, micro. If, if every well that we drill was 390 people, um, if that was the average and we drilled, a thousand, then that's 390,000, right? 
Mm. Um, so um, that's a pretty small fraction of the, of the problem. Um, so obviously, you know, the girl, the, the goal has to grow. Um, and I think creating more awareness along the way and the, the way this Cardano community unfolds, um, I think there's a, a variety of ways that we could make a bigger dent than that, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like you said, man, a little like that, that quotes phenomenal, you know, That's we got to start somewhere. And, and honestly, I, I, even if we, if we worked for, for 10 years on this and only 390 had improved lives, well, then that's pretty sweet too. But mm. um, yeah, we want, we want to do more than that. So. Mm. And I think um, if we are going on this collaboration idea, um, you'd probably embrace other people to start similar projects to you. I mean, the more absolutely, people, man. The more like, people yeah, tackling yeah. this, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and there's even several other um, clean water projects on um, doing stake pools as well. So there's, there's quite a bit going on and um, yeah, everybody um, doing, doing their part and um, contributing. And that's great. Mm, mm. Um, it's all going to help. Yeah. I, even from like a supply and demand thing like this, there's, there's so much of this pro the, there's so much of this problem that people can uh, contribute towards. Like, it's not like this, yeah, um, it's not enough the, room. Not the, enough room for more. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's not a shortage of this problem. So, right, right. And what we talked about earlier with the infrastructure. Hopefully, now that we're building this infrastructure that allows more people to do things similar to you, then it becomes like a snowball effect. People look at you and see what you're doing, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I'll start my own." And then that just ripples on, ripples on, and we now have the infrastructure to enable it. So. Yeah, maybe we'll get to a thousand, or maybe we'll get to um, these numbers. Fingers crossed, we'll we'll get there sooner than we we anticipate. Man, uh, I to your point, yeah, I hope I hope a lot of people hear this and um, end up being encouraged to get out there and do something, whether it's to start a pool or uh, to be involved, to contribute, to delegate, to research other pools that are out there doing the same thing, whatever it is. Um, I hope so. That, that would be, that would be awesome. And to, to anyone that's looking to, to make a move like that, I, I would say you, you mentioned it, it's patience. It, it does require a lot of patience because we've, we've run into a lot of stumbling blocks along the way. Um, and uh, it hasn't been an easy battle to where we're at and we're not even anywhere close to where we need to be. So um, we've got a long way to go, but um, yeah, thanks for having me on the show and um yeah, I don't, I don't know what else you had for me, but definitely glad to keep chatting. Just a couple of closing questions. So how can people, uh, so those that have listened to this and they feel inspired and they want to de- delegate to your state pool, how, how can they do that? Yeah, man, just go onto their Daedalus wallet or their Uroi wallet and go into the staking section and type in GYS. That's our stake pool. Uh, GYS stands for grow your stake. Um, and uh, just delegate from there. Mm-hmm. We've also got an article on our website. You can look up on how to do that, how to set up your Daedalus wallet and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, it's very easy. Just go into the delegation center and, and find us find us there and delegate. And how can other people kind of connect with you? Have you got some social media accounts? Yeah, absolutely. Through the website. Uh, we also have a Twitter account for Grow Your Stake. 
Um, so uh, the Twitter is just grow your stake and the website is growyourstake.com. Those are the best ways. Um, you can fill out a contact us form and we'll start sending out a newsletter here pretty soon. Uh, if you go to the website, um, we, we are going to be posting every time we have a new well or a new story. Uh, it's pretty exciting because we get to share the testimonies of the uh, people that experience clean water. Um, so we got video uh, from, from our first well, we got video that we shared of, of the people just saying, thank you so much. This has changed my daily life significantly. And, uh, and that's pretty awesome. So. That is crazy. I love that. Um, Closing question. Yep. What excites you the most about the future of Cardano? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, That's a great question. So I, I think it's a really hard one to answer too. Uh, I would say this, that the level of thought and strategy and in combination with the community that's been put together um, and the um, solid soundness of the tech, I imagine is going to create that flywheel snowballing type of effect. Um, you couple that with the, uh, the treasury that's, that's growing constantly that funds more dApps. So you've got this internal sustenance going on. You couple that with the mission of uh, bringing economic identity to the billions that lack it. And the, the community, as you mentioned, that that attracts. Um, I think there's going to be some powerful good done for a lot of people. And yeah. that excites me. You know, and I think that it's going to do some powerful good for me too. I mean, I'm, I'm invested in Cardano as well. And so I'm excited about that as well, but um, I can't wait to see how this ecosystem unfolds when smart contracts are released, when this, this snowball starts going. I mean, it's really like Cardano hasn't even started yet. People call it a ghost chain. Oh, it's kind of true. And in, in a lot of ways, I hate hearing it because I'm sick of it. It's, it's dumb, but like, it's not a ghost chain, but like in, in so many ways, we haven't even gotten started yeah. yet. Yet yeah. we have at the same time, we have an incredibly powerful community built up mm. with an internal treasury and all those other things. So like how this unfolds, it's going to be, um, it's an, it's going to be an amazing thing to watch. I think it is going to be a, um, rapidly growing, exponentially growing type of thing. So, mm. Yeah, definitely. One word that came to mind when you're talking about the community, the tech, and kind of just having the solid foundation, the treasury. One word that comes to mind is like balance. It like seems to be a well-balanced cryptocurrency. Like it's one thing isn't over-prioritized at the detriment to another. It's kind of they're working on all these different things kind of simultaneously and each aspect kind of feeds off the other. Um, I haven't thought about this before, but it, it seems to be quite a well, well-balanced um, cryptocurrency. At the moment, it certainly is, and I hope it can re- retain that as well. Uh, I hope I, so. I imagine there's a lot of problems in, in the future that are going to need to be solved with a flywheel type of impact that we're, we're talking about. Um, if it goes the way I think it's going to go, there's going to be a whole new set of problems, but I don't think it's, uh, they're, they're unsolvable. You've got a large community of people in a, in a process for adding on and improving and a community improvement proposals and all, all the different ways that we can um, uh, 
vote and govern the direction of the blockchain, uh, I hope are um, creating the ability for it to uh, solve those problems as well. So. Yeah. And there's definitely got to be problems. I mean, when you talk about the scale that this thing is working in, then it's literally trying to change the fundamentals of how we operate in this world. There's so many moving parts in that. And so there's got to be some problems. The challenge is kind of how we then, what's our process to solve those problems. And so yeah. that's when the DAO has got to be fully tested when we reach those problems and try and figure out how to solve them as a community. That will be a big test, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. 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 Watch and see. Watch that was a see. great question, man. What, what about you? How, what, what are you most excited about with Cardano? I get to ask you one question. Okay. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what excites me the most about the future of Cardano? It's, yeah. it's definitely changing the fundamental systems of how we move through this world. So whether it's changing our money, changing our governance, like all of these things, um, pretty much at the high level, these things impact everything that's under it. And at the moment, our systems, our money is, is an optimal. And as a result, it's affecting literally everyone that's moving through this world, some more than others, definitely. But yeah. if we can optimize those systems, then it just allows us to um, live life just to, with a bit more freedom, a bit more control, and at a higher quality, hopefully, than previously. So definitely the systems changing the systems, optimizing the systems is what I'm excited about. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please feel free to subscribe. Uh, and also, if you like our content, then make sure to check us out on social media with the handle Cardano Source. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.